Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. It's The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. On a holiday for many folks every day. Spewing words of fear and hate makes our culture second rate. Let's start out with easy stuff, then the stuff that's far more tough. Here at home and overseas, ignorance is the real disease. Idiots walk among us, they're lazy, lazy, lazy. Their speech is often hazy. This is a song that, believe it or not, is tearing up the charts on the talk radio music charts. We'll explain why in a minute. It is from Gun Hill Road's forthcoming fifth album. It's called Idiots. Now, some of you may be familiar with Gun Hill Road because of their classic song, Back When My Hair Was Short. But the Gun Hill Road of 2022 doesn't exactly sound like the Gun Hill Road of 1972 or 1973. And that's because of the voice that you just heard there. If that voice sounds familiar, it's because he has been a staple in radio, both talk radio and music radio for years. He's a friend of mine. And I used to say, that he was one of my favorite people in media and one of my favorite people in radio. But now I just say he's one of my favorite people. I am very, very pleased to welcome the publisher of Talkers Magazine and a member, a genuine, honest-to-God member of the rock group Gun Hill Road, Michael Harrison. Michael, it's great to talk with you again. Frank, what a nice introduction. Thank you so much. You know, I was thinking here as a kid who grew up in New York and loved pop music and rock music, the idea of um, having a song I'm involved in being played on WABC. (laughs) (laughs) That's like, whoa, who would have ever thunk it? You know, (laughs) so thank you. As somebody that uh, grew up uh, idolizing the the talk era and uh, really admiring the legacy of the music era, I totally empathize with the with the feeling of awe. Now, catch people up. I think we spoke about this a little bit in one of our previous conversations, but how does Michael Harrison, a guy that uh, is a radio journalist, a guy that was a DJ, a guy that does great talk shows, a guy that does great podcasts, how does Michael Harrison end up as part of a rock group? Because it goes way back, and the story of uh, yours truly on Gun Hill Road is is really kind of a an amazing. T- give you the very short version. In 1971 and 1972, I was the morning host on the legendary, no longer existent WNEWFM in New York, the album rock station that was a pioneer in terms of the FM uh, album rock scene. And I hosted the mornings there for almost two years. And back in those days, we used to be able to play you know, within the format, generally, whatever we wanted to. And I was a 
big fan of the local band, the New York-based band Gun Hill Road. They had two albums out in those days, one in Mercury, one on Kama Sutra. They had a hit single, Back When My Hair Was Short. And they had some great album tracks that a lot of my colleagues in rock radio love to play on the FM dial. And I used to play them every day and got to know the guys. And um, we all went our ways, obviously. They didn't, um, you know, Gun Hill Road is not a household name, but they stayed together as friends and they would occasionally come back together and make some music. Over the years, they've had four albums. I have been friends with them. Um, their last um, reunion was uh, eight years ago. I emceed a reunion concert for them at the uh, Bitter End where they used to play. Mm. And um, to make a long story short, uh, last year during the pandemic, they made their fourth album, and I came up with the song, um, I Know You're Real, which expressed my sentiments about animals and animal welfare, and it became a YouTube hit, an internet hit on talk radio, you know, in my talky, singy style, and um, they made me a member of the group, <laughs> and now the fifth album is, in, is you know, being made, and uh, we collaborated, came up with a song called Idiots, which was specifically designed to be a talk radio record, which is, of course, sort of a uh, oxymoron, a record for talk radio, but uh, it's working. I love the concept, and uh, if people haven't seen the video yet, uh, we've played the song a few times, but uh, I have a link to the video up on my uh, my Facebook page, which people can check out at facebook.com slash MoranoFan, or you could just go to the website, idiotsvideo.com. I love a lot of the visuals that are in there that are depicting some of the lyrics that you're talking about. Do you consider the story of Gun Hill Road, uh, the, the band, going back 50 years now, do yes. you consider it a comeback story? I consider it a, a reinvention story that's the result of perseverance and doing something for the joy of doing it. I do not consider it a comeback. I, I don't think they ever really went away um, because they stayed together. They remained very good friends. Usually bands break up, egos, sure. money problems, all kinds of lawsuits. So in a way, it's a comeback, um, but it's more of a reinvention, and um, it's it, it, it's a very interesting story, isn't it? I mean, I mean, the idea of totally. older people making rock music is not is not a novelty. I mean, some of the greatest rock stars in the world today are in their 60s and 70s, and they're still performing. So it's not a story that, oh, look at these old guys making rock music. The best rock music today is made by old guys. So it's, no. it's more of just an interesting band that has been under the radar in terms of popular culture and top 40 radio. But um, they've developed over the years a very large following on the internet and they do it and I do it purely for the joy of it. You know, it's very hard to make money in the music business today unless you're a touring band and that's not about to happen with us. We're talking with Michael Harrison. You could hear his voice on the uh, new song, Idiots, uh, which is on the forthcoming fifth album for Gun Hill Road. Tell me about this song, Idiots. What was the impetus for this? What was the inspiration for it? Well, the um, the, the, the impetus and inspiration was that um, as we were talking about uh, Steve Goldrich, Paul Reich, and Brian Coonan are the other members. We're a quartet. And... Um, we were just talking about the problems in our society and the left and the right and and uh, the way the, the nation is so polarized. And I think I came up with the uh, the remark, you know, there are idiots on all sides. Um, uh, one thing that could bring the left and the right together is talk about 
just ignorance in America. Ignorance is something that makes the left look bad. It makes the right look bad. And and there's so much idiotic behavior. There's um, frivolous thinking. There's narcissism. There's complete uh, out of touch um, thinking in terms of what's going on in the world. Most people, um, well, there's a line in it. They, they buy the crap that's sold them mm. from the merchants of division. You know, half-baked dumb ideas get currency. Conspiracy theories that are silly and stupid. Um, So the basic premise is, how do you run an effective democracy when you have such a large and growing segment of the population not knowing what the hell is going on? A, Uh, a, a, A democracy demands an intelligent populace. Uh, this is why the song really resonated with with me, and that's what I try to do to a large extent on this show. And I love that you take shots at the uh, merchants of division on both sides, and I love that it's nonpartisan. But explain to the audience, obviously, I, I think most of the hosts on WABC are pretty conservative. Most of the hosts on all the major talk stations seem to be yes. pretty conservative. So a lot of the listenership seems to be conservative. And what I've noticed is when conservatives call me, they are very clear. They know who the idiots are and the idiots are the left when uh, people that are on the left call me they know exactly the problem the problem is very clear they know who the idiots are it's the folks on the the right and it's donald trump and it's donald trump supporters now you are marketing this primarily through the world of talk radio and talk radio is primarily conservative is that a message that nonpartisan message the fact that neither party has a monopoly on idiocy is that a message that you found difficult to gain traction for on an audience that might tend to be conservative that's a great question. And a lot of people, when we were putting this together, said, oh, everybody's going to be insulted. And, 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 and you're insulting people. I said, I'm not insulting anybody that's intelligent. And interestingly, Frank, the people on the right, half of them think it's about the people on the left. The people on the left, half of them think it's about the people on the right, and the rest of them understand that this is a matter that brings us together. The left and the right come together on this because both sides are made to look ridiculous by the idiots among them. How many times have conservative hosts or conservatives listening to this go wincing, go, ooh, I wish that they didn't call that person a conservative. It makes it look bad for us. And the left is the same way. The left has its spectrum of um, plausibility to insanity, just as the right does. And then there are the people in the middle. Some of the smartest people in this country are in the middle and don't want to get involved in in any kind of wing, left-wing or right-wing politics. There's a long history of that. Um, But then there are people in the middle, and they constitute, I think, a majority that just don't know what the hell's going on and Mm. don't care. Some of them just don't have time to think about what's going on because they're struggling with the burdens of life and they're trying to find some relief through entertainment and and hobbies and fun and socializing and whatever else they do to, to relieve their tensions. But there is a growing number of people in this country. Sometimes you see them in comedy bits, you know, like the old jaywalking thing that Jay Leno did. You see a tremendous amount of stuff on the internet, on YouTube, of, of 
it's kind of funny, but it's really not, of people who are so dumb you can't believe they're real. And if you were to go out to the average place where there's just a cross-section of humanity, a mall, the street, you know, no place where uh, it's a pre-selected group, where we're self-selecting group, just an average random place, and you talk to people about who's the president, who's the vice president, who's your senator, what's the newspaper, what's, what district do you live in, um, what's, what's the name of your town? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, what ocean is over mm. there and which one is behind us? Which way is north? Which way is south? Um, who's the president of uh, Russia? Um, what's our relationship with China? Any kind of questions, you'd be amazed that they are totally out to lunch on a level that is shocking. And for those of us, you know, people who listen to WABC are smart people. People who listen to news talk radio, subscribe to a newspaper, watch cable news talk TV, follow the news. These are not the people that this record is aimed at. So we get, we start to think that everybody's smart like us. Everybody knows what the top topics are and what's going on and what's happening in Congress. And, you know, we think, you know, we hear it and we think everybody knows it. But the truth of the matter is there are a lot of people in this country and they vote and they vote for stupid reasons. They vote for, oh, I like like what he says, or oh, I like her. <laughs> I like them, you know. Right, or ethnic reasons, for. or gender reasons. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. you're you're exactly right. Uh, talking with Michael Harrison, he's the publisher of Talkers. You could check out uh, the great work Talkers does and subscribe to the email list at talkers.com. Speaking of talk radio and the divisions that are in this country and the ignorance that's out there across the political spectrum, do you think that talk radio? can do a better job bringing people together rather than sort of appealing to the lowest common denominator and maybe sowing the seeds of division uh, by uh, playing to the echo chamber for whatever side fits closer to their worldview? I think playing to the echo chamber is going for the lowest hanging fruit. I think it's the easiest way out. I've always been for playing to the highest common denominator, at least to a certain degree. I think that the intelligent, the intelligent is one of the most underserved large segments of our population today by politics and media. Um, and because the idiots are out there, it gives people who run for office and people that run the media the feeling that, that people are idiots. Why should we? Let's not shoot above their head. You know, bring it down. Don't talk above their heads, Frank. Um, I, I think this is something that has always been a problem. Um, today, the media targets audiences based upon what they already believe or what they already like and gives it to them. It's called red meat. You feed red meat to the lions, they'll be happy. Uh, don't try to educate them. Don't try to turn them around. Don't try to provoke them. Just tell them what they want to hear. I call it the daily dance of affirmation. It wasn't always that way. There was once a time when, especially talk radio, you'd put characters on the air, interesting curmudgeons and people that were hard to predict what they'd like or populists, just unusual people. And then you'd see what they would attract. But today it's, it's different. And I'm not, I'm not saying all across the board. I'm not saying, sure, no, I'm not saying WABC, but you know, this is basically the way all media operates today. It targets what it considers to be vacuums uh, in terms of opinion and, and, and lifestyles, and then it reaps the low-hanging fruit. It, it, they, they get a certain amount of people that they can count on who feel good about hearing what they already believe and what they've been arguing at the Thanksgiving table with their crazy uncle about.
One of the things that I've found pretty alarming, especially over the last 15 years, but maybe probably even going back further, is I was a great fan of Bob Grant. And like you were, I was a friend of his uh, towards the end of his life. And I know you stepped in and gave him this Lifetime Achievement Award at a time when he was uh, uh, canceled before cancel culture was even a thing. And one of the things that I don't think some people got about Bob Grant and his show when he would yell at people and hang up on people and give people dopey nicknames names is that he was doing this for entertainment and that Bob uh, didn't mean for his, you know, random uh, rants to do anything other than get people to listen to the radio and entertain. But unfortunately, I think a lot of people that came after Bob in media, they view that as how political discourse is supposed to take place. And a lot of people that might listen to folks that do that are making serious political judgments about who back. And uh, I'm just wondering when people started taking entertainment as being what what they should cast uh, political votes on. It's pretty alarming to me. Do you share that concern? I I find it very alarming because you said something there that was very interesting. Uh, You said that we both were friends of, of Bob Grant. Well, there's a lot of people in the media whom I'm a friend of or a colleague of, or I know them personally. And then when I see people taking their advice, I laugh because I know that they can't even run their own lives. They don't know what the hell's going on. They're following talking points. And to take the advice of some, you know, when you see somebody go, oh, I really respect Joe Blow. Uh, you know, I wouldn't know what to do if it weren't for him. I get all my information from him. And I know Joe Blow's a, a, a blowhard or an idiot. Uh, so, no, this is this right, is On the really verge of being evicted and can't balance his checkbook. And yet we're exactly. going to take advice he's telling on the, the Congress mi- how to run the budget, right? You know? Middle East peace process. It's true. Well, what do you think the solution is, Michael? Clearly, there's a a, bit, a lot of people that listen to talk radio, and with podcasting, there's a lot more potential people that could be won over to the spoken word format. What's the what's the solution to seeing uh, radio and spoken word audio continue to grow without um, sowing the seeds of division in the manner in which you describe? idiots has to do with character. We all have to look at ourselves and judge our own character and and proceed out into the world with goodwill. Try to put yourself in the other guy's shoes. Why do people feel the way they feel? Why do they have the view they have? What is their life like? How is the system affecting them? That's one. Uh, Two is we have to think in the long term. We can't solve problems with quick solutions and cosmetic cosmetic surgery just to make it look like the politicians are doing something for their base and they're doing nothing. We have to have the patience to have long-term solutions, and that starts with upgrading our education system. Our education system in America is out of whack. We have to come to terms with the evolution of digital media. We, we have digital media addiction, and we are misusing digital media. It's a double-edged sword, and, and misused, it's extremely dangerous. So we have to upgrade our education. We have to come to grips with how to control and handle this accelerated media that's in our faces today. And we have to think about our own character and our own natures and, and, and look for the better side of people and um, proceed into this world with goodwill. There's a portion of the song, there's a lyric where you describe, you say life is full of mysteries. And in the video, at that point, there's an alien, uh, which I think is pretty cool because I'm very interested in uh, the exploration of extraterrestrial life and is life out there and that whole thing. Is 
is the exploration of mysteries, and I know you referred to it, and uh, the late great Alan Combs used to do a project with you. You referred to it as the metaphysical, and uh, that's an aspect that I think talk radio could do a much better job exploring. Is that an area where maybe could bring people who can't agree on uh, Russia policy or the Inflation Adjustment Act or infrastructure? Is that an area that maybe could bring listeners of different political stripes together? exploring mysteries in the metaphysical. Yes, indeed. As a matter of fact, look at the relationship we've had with the Russians over the years in terms of our common interest in uh, astronomy and astrophysics. Um, There's tremendous cooperation on the science front and um, in terms of many of the disciplines outside of politics and militarism, where seemingly enemy nations are working in concert with each other. Uh, So so it's proven that that works. Um, Part of talk radio's heritage is in the metaphysical, dealing with, with, with the mysteries of the universe. We're never going to run out of material because the mysteries get bigger as we learn more. The questions increase. So um, it it goes hand in glove with talk radio. But there's another part of it. Um, Mystery is something we have to learn to live with. People that want instant answers to complex issues like, is there a God or is there a life out there or um, what really makes human nature tick? And you come up with simple answers that somebody else told you and indoctrinates you with. That's the ultimate idiocy. We have to learn to live with mystery and realize that to to solve mysteries is a long, complicated road. And 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 that's that that one line, you know, um, you know, there are mysteries that want to be aloof, you know, and and the alien has a sign saying humans don't deserve Earth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want to mention, if I may plug a little bit, that the um, the video really takes the song to another dimension. By having pictures, you can see some of the chilling and really scary impact that idiocy in America can have. And again, it's um, idiotsvideo.com or on your Facebook page. Well, I was just going to ask you uh, because it's very well produced. Did uh, did you produce the video aspect of oh, this yeah. as well? Yeah, we produced That's, it. We produced great. it. My son Matthew Harrison took the lead in that, but mm. um, we we all played a hand in producing it. It's an original concept, as is the music. You know, a lot of people say, "How that is an awfully good record, Michael? Is that karaoke?" I go, "No, <laughs> everything no, on that record's organic. Those are real horns. Those are real strings. Those are real guitars. This is a real group." And boy, do they sound good. I'm so blessed. I really am, Frank. It's really well done. Uh, the video towards the end, it I don't want to spoil it. People should watch it. And um, well, I'm not even scratching the surface of all the great stuff that's in the song and in the video. But the, towards the end, there's a mushroom cloud similar to mm-hmm. what you'd see if an atomic bomb blew up. Are, are you genuinely concerned that the level of idiocy, not only in this country, but internationally, that it could lead to a situation which we see nations using nuclear clear weapons against one another. Yes, I believe that idiocy, that the sin of idiocy in this marvelous thing known as the human brain that is capable of so much that the the alternate side of the human brain that fosters idiocy um, is a threat to the survival of the human race within our lifetimes. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, let's uh, let's hope we get a cure for uh, idiocy sometime soon, or at least hope that uh, songs like this uh, help it from keep it from being too contagious. Michael Harrison, final question: Now that you're officially a rock star, do you find yourself <laughs> partying until the wee hours of the morning, waking up with a, a bevy of uh, half naked women uh, in a uh, in a in a marijuana fueled uh, back room in a seedy hotel somewhere? In my dreams. <laughs> I highly recommend people check out the video and the song. It's called Idiots. We'll play you another uh, little bit of it here. Michael, thank you. It's always such a treat to talk with you. Thank you, Frank. What a pleasure. I appreciate it. If you want to comment on any portion of our discussion, you're welcome to give me a call. 1-800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-9222. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Moreno. Straight ahead. the real disease. Idiots talk among us. They're lazy, lazy, lazy. Idiots talk among us. Their speech is often hazy. Idiots talk among us. Never ceases to amaze me. Other side of midnight. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.